Hello, 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 everyone. This is Yvette with Sister with Political Tea. I, there is so much going on in the news today. I, I mean, it has been just a horrific day, a challenging day, um, a day where thing, the gauntlet has been laid down. And it, it's just fire, you know, I, because I love this stuff, I, I'm excited about it, but I'm also deeply worried and deeply concerned about the people that are being negatively impacted by the, the shutdown. Those numbers are about to tr double, triple, quadruple. I, I I don't know until infinity to beyond. I think so many people are going to be impacted by this shutdown, even more so than what we know. Um, but we'll get to that. Let me get started first, so as to keep my promise. I am going with First John second and nine. Anyone who claims to be the light but hates a brother or sister is still in the darkness. I chose that uh, that Bible scripture. Uh, focusing on bullying. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about what I perceive as bullying, what we are seeing people being pushed around, whether it's on the Democratic side, if it's on the the Republican side, or just throughout the process. That's where we're going to end up tonight. Uh, but first, I want to just get started with what I was just talking about. We are now, uh, well, it's now midnight, so we've just hit 26 days uh, to shut down. Our Coast Guards uh, received their last paycheck last week, so they right now are not being paid. And of course, the IRS has actually been closed because of uh, these, most of their, a lot of their, their staff is not considered essential employees. So many of them were furloughed um, and pretty much out of work, out of a job because there was nothing for them to do when the government shut down. Well, you know, and then they were not required to work. I'm sorry, they had plenty to do, but they were not required to work. I'm assuming that maybe when this first started, that maybe anyone, no one thought about the tax season, or they were kind of hoping that maybe it was not going to go into the tax season. So apparently... Uh, the, uh, the, the current administration has decided that it would not be a very good thing for us to be in our current, in, in tax season. And uh, many, many people are not going to be able, we're not able to file taxes, to be able to, to pay taxes or whatever it is that they want to do. We are in tax season. Uh, it's time for filing, things of that nature, returns, everything. Uh, so now they have decided to make about, I saw 36,000 36, employees, but I heard Whoopi uh, Goldberg on The View mentioned 50,000 employees. So I don't know if she was talking about a different agency as well, but for the IRS, what I found, it said 36,000 employees have now been deemed as essential and they have been uh, advised that they must return back to work to do the work. But get this, here's the tea. They have to do the work without pay. So I'm pretty certain that most, some of, most of these people, many of them probably went out looking for work just to have some income coming into their home. And now because of this circumstance, they're going to have to leave whatever it was that they were doing to, to bring in income into their home, to go back to a job, their full-time career job 
that's not paying them. Is that fair? Does that seem to be just a little wrong? Maybe dancing on the side of extreme insensitivity? I just think that is so unfair. Like, how can you do that to people? What are they going to do for, to feed their children? What are they going to do to have, bring lunch to work? What are they going to do to put gas in their car to come to work? What are they going to do with daycare? Like, how are they going to do that? And then after they process all these payments and go about business as usual, they can't even pay their own water bill, light bill, gas bill, their mortgage, buy medicine. They can't do anything because they have no money coming in. So they essentially will be working for free. And I understand that there's back pay and and as one of the uh, uh, Trump administrators mentioned, there it's just vacation, unpaid vacation. But that's just not real. You can't go to the grocery store and say, can I loan some food? Can I borrow some food? Will you loan me some food? I, 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 I just don't think anyone thought this through. I, it's just, it's so haphazardous and it's, it's horrible. It's, it's horrible to watch. And although I don't work for the government, I find myself catching my breath. That's so weird, right? It has a lot of remnants of 2008. And this was a self-inflicted wound, an immediate self-inflicted wound. You go from an extreme high to bottom out low. There was no trickle. There was no, okay, here we come. You better prepare. No, someone just decided to turn the lights off and the lights are out. And who's not going to be affected by this? Although I don't work for the government, I have a ton of family members, a lot of family members that are going to be directly impacted by this. They were not one of part of the, the 800,000, but they're going to be a part of the millions that are gonna be negatively impacted because those 800,000 people are not working. Letters are now starting to go out, being reported today and from my home state in Arkansas where families are being threatened with eviction um, because they can't afford to pay what the subsidies were paying. And that includes elderly, young, Un, un, unemployed, it doesn't matter. In Arkansas, starting tomorrow, uh, I think across the United States, people are starting to receive food stamps for, to, uh, for in the middle of January for the month of February. So they're anticipating the government to still be closed through February. This, is that... I... I I just can't imagine that this is actually happening. So the people that are being forced to work, how are they going to continue to work with no income coming in? Nothing. It's, if you're not impacted, somebody you know is impacted. Somebody you know will become impacted by, by these things. And the elderly, the social security checks, 
the people that have worked all their lives, retiree checks. I haven't even yet heard how the healthcare industry is going to be impacted by this. Is Medicare and Medicaid going to continue to process claims, medical claims? Because if they stop doing that, the doctors and the hospitals are not going to continue to schedule appointments because they essentially will become uninsured patients. This is unreal. It's just, it's absolutely shocking. So today I find myself left without um, my mouth agape, not really sure what to say, what to do, and not knowing how I'm going to help my own family that's going to be negatively impacted by this. And it's it's worrisome. So we, we, we better brace for the worst. Let's brace for the worst. Um, today, however, well, we all know that Mitch McConnell, if he will allow the vote to go on the floor, the Republic, there would be bipartisan effort to actually open the, the, the government, but Mitch McConnell will not allow this to go to the floor. He just will not do it. Today, however, uh, Senate Republicans showed not today, but yesterday they showed, I believe it was today or yesterday, they showed that they can do something bipartisan with the Democrats. 11 uh, Senate Republics broke from um, the other remaining senators um, regarding the, the sanctions against Russian oligarchs. Apparently, he's, this particular oligarch has been named by Mueller or in the Southern, Southern District, um, by the Southern District Attorney's Office, as being complicit in a lot of the things that have been going on. Well, it was Russia. I'm sorry, it was Mueller because this particular person was supposedly allegedly uh, given or asking for a copy of our voter registry. And before that came out, which was about a week or so ago, about last week, um, the House House Republicans decided to remove the sanctions against this individual mid-December, leaving the Democrat now on uh, majority House scrambling, trying to figure out, wait a minute, we don't wait, what are we doing here? We don't want to do that. Um, we should not, what are we doing? And there was a vote in 11 uh, Senate Republicans broke rank and came over and voted with the Democrats, but it was still not enough. We need 60, they needed 60 votes in order to, sh- uh, to keep the sanctions in place. And, but it pushed it to today's vote. And unfortunately it didn't, it still, it did not still garner 60 votes. So these sanctions are, are going to be removed unless there's something else that comes up. How or why this is happening, I have no idea. Anyone that's been attached to the the attack on our, our dem- democracy through our elections and feeding uh, our false information, just literally attacking us electronically, uh, verbally, but with the best believe we're at war is just not the, the typical war that you see people fighting. We're fighting for our being. And 
it's just it's just unreal i I don't know how they can do that and how well it was something in the laws that allows Schumer to be able to push it to the vote, but Schumer cannot push it to the vote uh is not able allowed to push the the shutdown to the table. So Mitch McConnell continues to own that. And today he did mention again that he's not going to put the president in a situation where the president potentially must veto something that a lot of people are needing and, um, and them being allowed to override the veto. Uh, So he's just refusing to put the president in any type of negative light. He's absolutely refusing to do it. Um, so it's not just President Trump that's holding this country hostage. It's also Mitch McConnell. Um, and he's supposed to be the safety guard. So in my opinion, he is the worst of the two. And he's supposed to know better. But that's where we are with that. And it's, it's absolutely sad to see and watch. But that's what's happening. Uh, and the next thing that what I talked about in my last podcast, moving on to the next big thing, um, Trump, I mentioned on my last podcast that I was having a really, really tough time believing and accepting that President Trump was, has been recruited by Putin, uh, has been helped and placed in the highest, uh, uh, office of the land is now one and the most powerful person in the world. Um, he was placed in that position or helped in that position because he is working for Russia. Even saying it now, it just doesn't sound, I don't care how bad he is or how bad people perceive him to be, I should say. It just doesn't sound right saying. It just doesn't. But... We're still talking about it. More and more information is coming out. More and more things are starting to evolve around this storyline. And it's looking more and more like it's potentially true or it can be true. But if nothing more, it definitely has is showing itself to explain why the FBI would want to open up a case in the presidency. A lot of the things he's done has just been strange and seemingly against the United States. And I just don't really understand why. So a reportedly he's supposed to be because Putin wanted someone inside to cause chaos and to, to, to create this huge level of disruption, uh, in the West. And if you look at where we are right now today, based on everything that I've just talked about, uh, earlier today on this podcast, he's succeeding. If this is true, And this was his one and only task. Bravo, Mr. President. You have fulfilled your mission because it is happening. And if this continues where low-income people who who don't have jobs, don't have access to jobs, maybe not have the skill set, disabled people who can't do anything for themselves, start to find themselves being turned out on the streets. They in this winter time, we have and they find themselves with no heat, no water, no way to cook and clean themselves. This is going to be 
such a huge level of travesty. And I just can't believe no one sees this as an emergency. It's a, nas- it's a national security issue. I, I, I'm just shocked that our Republican Party has um, surrendered themselves to the will of Donald Trump, who they hated. Um, I'm, I'm just at a loss for words. I still, however, uh, agree that uh, Nancy Pelosi is doing the right thing. Uh, no matter how strongly I feel, I feel that she's doing the right thing because if she bends, if she gives in to his will, she'll be doing that for the rest of the, for the next two years. And we essentially will become the Republican Party. So that means uh, President Trump will have no, no checks, no balance. And if it's true that he's being controlled by Putin, then we've lost everything that we suppose that we supposedly hold dear, which is our democracy and our standing in the world as a great country. And I just don't see, I'm a nobody. I don't see how no one that has power does not see this as I do. And if they do see it as I do, why is it that that they're not fixing it? It's like if I call, my house is on fire and I call the fire department and they see it, they come, they see it's burning, they can get it out. They just don't want to. They just don't want to. I call the police, ask for help. I'm being beaten, I'm being savagely hurt or whatever the case is. And the police comes and they don't do anything. They watch me be demoralized and physically abused in the worst manner. That's what's happening right now. And I don't understand why it's happening. I'm really confused. So it seems like this is is seriously happening and we have to allow Mueller to do his thing and we have to find a way to win. We have to get out this nightmare. It's really, really bad. And I'm so afraid for so many people. And it has nothing to do with being related to me, unrelated to me. I'm terrified for people. And I know that, you know, none of us are just, none, all of us are just a step away from the chaos. So when does it come into my home? It's playing around the edges of my house because my family is now going to be affected, all of them. But what happens to When does it come into my house? And when does it affect me? And how would it affect me? And will I lose everything? How devastating would it be? So I don't, maybe that's why I feel so sad because I don't know how far I'm away from, I am away physically from the chaos. And I don't know, I can't definitively say the chaos is not going to come to me. And I don't know if I would survive, how I would survive it as a single parent. It's, it's incredibly scary. So I don't know, but we shall see what happens. So on a lighter note, because I feel like I've been in the ditch. So I want to change gears a little bit. I do try to say something positive about the president, although it gets harder and harder and harder. Um, 
even though he's been getting a lot of slack, President Trump has been getting a lot of slack about his burgers and pizzas and French fries and Coca-Colas from Burger King and McDonald's and Pizza Hut. I thought what he did was a man's man thing. You know, if you tell a guy, I got, I want you to host a party. And although he has all his money in the world, he has no idea what to do. <laughs> I felt like it was a, a guy thing that he did. I didn't see it as offensive. I was kind of hoping that people didn't give him a hard time about it. Just take it in strides and just say, okay, okay, that's, you know, the president did whatever, right? That's what I was hoping for. Um, and it happened for the most part. I made light of it. Um, but when people started to come down on the president about it was when he started to lie about it. He went from, it was a 300, it was $300. It was a thousand dollars. Oh no, no, no. I paid for it. Uh, quoting one of the, the quarterbacks, uh, the quarterback about, uh, making just, you know, a, a fun statement and then only for the quarterback to, to tweet out or to comment today. Oh, no, I actually didn't say that. But however, I had a great time at the White House. Um, it was just really weird. So I think he should have just taken his moment. He, it was a guy thing. He could have just pushed it off and said, you know, I was just having fun. What am I supposed to do? Usually Melania does this, or usually I have people that do, that, do, you know, that will do these things for me. But the government shut down, which I support, you know, he could have went that angle. So this is what I thought I could come up with. And this, and I did it myself. And I'm really proud. And he could have just left it at that. And, and, and that could have been a fun moment for him. And you forget sometimes about the monstrous things that he's doing and just have fun with it. I wish that's what he had did. Um, but he, he, he didn't. And that, and that last part is what became news. Oh, the president's lying again. You know, why would you lie about something so simple? You know, and it's true. But I felt like it, it, it didn't need the news it had given because so much, so many, many things are going on right now. And um, it's crazy. So, but I thought it was something all right to talk about, uh, something he could have just stayed in his lane and not went off the cliff with. But I thought it was a cute gesture. I didn't think anything was wrong with it. I understand that the guys probably weren't, they weren't really expecting it. However, it seems like they've gotten, they've become famous for it. So Quovo or Quavo, I think he's part of the rap group. He has, um, the one that Cardi B's husband is married into. Um, I can't think, Domingos. I think he's part of Domingos. And he's invited the, the players out for grand dinner. Uh, Michael Strand, uh, from Good Morning America has invited them out for lobsters and caviar. So it'll be made up to them. So this is going to be a big moment, especially for these young guys that just won this huge championship. I do not follow sports at all. I think they look great in their uniforms, but I don't follow sports. But, um, they, it's being made up to them. So if anyone felt disheartened by it, I hope they didn't. But if they did, um, they have people that is going to make it up to them for it. Um, so that's where they are with that. 
Um, so now I really, even though I've kind of been talking about bullying a little bit throughout the whole night, which has been kind of sad and depressing, uh, I do want to jump into, even though I've gone well up, this is going to be probably my longest podcast, but it's so much to talk about. So you have to keep moving, you know, not spend too much time on anything, uh, because I'm not, uh, reporting every day. I have to, my, it's probably going to be a little extended, but I'm hoping and whoever's listening is enjoying it. So just give me a comment or a like. Um, however, I just thought I wanted to jump into William Barr, the, the nominated attorney general, general for the United States. I didn't get, I tried to listen to some of it, but I was at work and I really couldn't listen to it the way I wanted to. And I don't have the time to commit. So of course I just, excuse me, of course I just did the pieces and I listened to my news to catch up on the things that he said and things that were being pulled out. And because I'm not, again, I say all the time, I'm not too far to the left. I'm definitely not a more middle left than I am middle right. But I'm in the middle somewhere between the the two parties. Um, so I truly could be listed as an independent. Um, I liked William Barr. I liked that he stated, I will not be bullied. I, and I, I believed him. I saw the clip. So the pieces I heard, I did watch the clip because I wanted to see the content and how he said and how he expressed himself. And if he was stammering and stumping all over himself or if he was trying to give thoughtful, uh, answers and not being rushed to answer, you know, just to appease some people. I thought that he did a great job with, uh, stating, I'm not going to be against the president. You could tell that a lot of people want him to, to own, you know, his, his allegiance, his, his ability to not be, um, tied to Trump. But I think he did a good, good job dancing because he's still, the president is the president. I, I know he may be a Russian spy, but the president is the president. So he could not truly commit because there may be moments where President Trump may not be wrong. He may not like what he did, but he may not be wrong. So it would have been difficult for Mr. Barr to come up and say, well, I'm going to do this. And yes, I'm going to commit to this. When in those instances, the president may be right. He hasn't lost every court case, you know, most of them, but not all. And there may be instances where he may be right. You may not like it. You may not like what he did. I may not like what he did. But it may be legally right. And I think he did a great job with stating and not really throwing the president under the bus and just, you know, washing his hands of him. And I love the fact that he, I believe that he's going to support Mueller. I believe it. Apparently, they're also good friends. I didn't know that. But he said very boldly and very proudly that they are good friends. They will be friends. They were friends before, and they will be friends after. And he said the Bars and the Mullers. So they are family friends. So I I like that, too. I felt a sense of safety for Mueller. That he's, uh, he also said that he was a stand-up guy, that he's not doing a witch hunt. So I like the fact that that meant that he was going to protect the um, the investigation, which is what I want. Um, I and I like the fact that he didn't say he's let he let the Republicans know he was not going to be bullied. He let the Democrats know he's not going to be bullied. And yes, he let the president of the United States know that he's not going to be bullied. I don't know if President Trump 
thought that he was going to say, I just can't imagine President Trump choosing this man. I, I can't imagine. And I can't imagine. And, I, and it's still kind of shocking that the president hasn't said anything about him also. You know, through a tweet storm, whether it's a praise. Like, he's not talking about this guy at all. So I think Mr. Barr is the real deal. I think he's probably said, yes, I'll take this job. I will go through the Senate. But these are the things I don't want you doing because you make my job difficult. I believe that there was a conversation like that that was had. This man is the real deal. Apparently, he's done this job before and uh he was highly respected and there has not been any oh he's been cheating on his wife he has been cheating with young boys young girls he has 10 kids outside none none of that so none of no scandals have been attached there's nothing that has attached him to russia he does believe that russia is the enemy of the state um i liked him and considering how difficult President Trump has been for a lot of people to work for, I think this guy was it. I think he was it. I, don't, I do not believe that President Trump would have chosen him on his own. He probably just didn't have anyone else to choose. And this guy is real. And he said he'll do it. But I, guarantee, I believe I'm willing to bet $2.00. That there is some sort of uh, something in the in, in the work stating that, President, you must allow me to do my job. I don't need you tweeting about me. I don't need you out here speaking about me. Let me do my job. And the moment you can't let me do my job, I, I, because I don't need this. He mentioned during his um, during his hearing, I'm a, I'm an older guy. I have done what I'm going to do. I don't need this. That's exactly, I am paraphrasing, but that's what he said. But I believe that's what he told the president too. I'm not trying to come up. I'm not trying to get famous. I'm not trying to go on your coattail. My career is my career. And I'm perfectly fine with sitting at home with my wife, enjoying my retirement and my grandchildren. If I do this, this is what I will do. This is how I'm going to do it, and I will not tolerate anything other than that. Or I will leave you high and dry because that's what I think. So I like him. I think they need to confirm him and let him on in the house because this is the best that Donald Trump is going to get. This is the best that we can get considering that no one really wants to work for this president. That's bottom line truth. So I am excited about him. I'm hoping that he, uh, in, well, one of the, the, just to go over this before I, uh, di- before I just, before I, um, stop, stop with the podcast tonight. One of the things that, um, that I'm really, really excited about, I, I, uh, outside of his independence, I, I don't see the Democrats coming after him like crazy. I, I see that this may, the Republicans are not overly excited about him. They're not sure, especially after he did his confirmation. So I think this may be something that we can, that we can do that I'm excited about. So we're going to see what happens and we're going to go from here. So until next time, this is Yvette with uh, Sister with Political Tea. I look forward to, to completing my next podcast. And again, just to end, First John 2nd 9, anyone who claims to be the light but hates a brother or sister is still in the darkness. Thank you so much for listening.